0: It's Gibson Fongers on the Ticket West Michigan joining us now from the Lansing State Journal. Graham Couch uh, covers all things Michigan foot, or Michigan State football, Michigan State basketball. Obviously, big news on the, uh, the football front. Saturday afternoon, they announced Jonathan Smith as the next head coach. Um, very tight-knit, confidential coaching search put together by Alan Haller and company there at Michigan State. I guess, Graham, just just your initial thoughts on Jonathan Smith coming to East Lansing and I, I guess what he brings to the table as the next head coach.
1: Find out more by searching the Stacking Benjamins podcast wherever you listen. Yeah, I mean, from afar, it seems to be a, a sensible hire, a smart hire. Um, from people I've talked to, uh, they've said a great hire in terms of other coaches uh, around the business. Because he, you know, what he's had to do to Oregon State speaks to a guy who will fit at MSU. He's had to build a program at a place that's really hard to win, harder than it is at MSU. And he's had to do it in the same state where your, your rival is a, is a national power in, in Oregon. And so there are some dynamics that are similar. Um, he's done it by developing, you know, culture and, and recruiting types of kids who they can, you know, I mean, good players, but kids who stick in the program and kids who are good enough to win. But, um, you know, this isn't a top ten recruiting class guy. We'll see what the ceiling is with him at Michigan State because he does have more to work with at MSU, better facilities. Uh, more resources. And so what we'll find out is, you know, is what he was able to do to Oregon State, just the the, the precipice of what he can really do if he has more, more to work with, and, and that we'll find out.
2: Graham, I mentioned this to Trev in the first hour. You know, he spoke with some of the media members yesterday when he arrived in East Lansing, and he made it seem like he made this decision quite a while ago and it kind of ruffled some feathers over there in Corvallis he may not be welcomed back in Corvallis anytime soon and that's obviously where he played but from Michigan State standpoint when do you think they decided on him as being the next head coach has it been some time since their decision was made in your mind
1: it's a good question uh because really it was since I knew they zeroed in on him was probably early last week and now that doesn't mean that I Michigan State did a terrific job of sort of running—I don't want to say misinformation—but they kept this quiet. And you know, they would have people that would say something that wasn't true at times, and um, and you kind of had to learn what to decipher. You know, I I thought you know a week or so ago that there were still a couple people in it, but that he was the lead guy, and now it's. Um, but by by middle of last week, I was pretty sure it was going to be him, and and I heard it was done by Thursday. I think so. That tells you that it, certainly the, the idea that it was still in doubt on, on Saturday was probably not true.
0: So there was never any chance it was going to be Urban Meyer, huh?
1: Well, <laughs> when you talk about timeline, yeah, I don't know. I, you know, look, I, I don't. There, there are, I'm, I'm not going to question other people's sourcing on that. That there was, I know there was some contact with with Urban at, at a certain point, and to what degree that was ever serious, I know it was serious on the end of a couple of people at MSU, including Matt Ishbia. But that had, you know, seemed to have faded for a, a little while. But um, so, yeah, I don't know how, if that was ever a real chance of happening and to what degree. Uh, but it seems like for a while now, they've gone in another direction.
2: Graham, from an outsider standpoint, me being the Michigan fan, I don't know much about Jonathan Smith, but my early indications are he's got a different demeanor than what Mel Tucker brought to the table when he came to East Lansing, uh, being the head man of the football program. Early indications from your standpoint, can you see something of a first year that Mel Tucker had that Jonathan Smith can do? Because from what I'm reading, if he attacks, obviously the transfer portal is always a a wild, wild west every year. And there's probably going to be a mass exodus with the Michigan State football program players transferring out as well. But can you see a scenario where Jonathan Smith can turn this around pretty quickly?
1: Yeah, there is that scenario. I mean, I think it, it, it stems from who he keeps in his own program, and some of that will depend on who else he hires on his staff, the conversations they have with players, how they connect. Does Harlan Barnett stay? Um, it sounds like he is. Does a guy like Courtney Hawkins stay? Um, can he re-recruit his own team a little bit here? And then some of those guys who are at Oregon State, do they want to come over or are good players? and Do they want to join him? um and, and the members of his staff over there who have come this way? So, uh, yeah, there, there's absolutely uh, – a chance because i think there are some things within msu's team that aren't that bad i mean it, there was some real defensive growth this year now they were banged up at the end and offensively they just don't have uh, they don't have the juice right now they need to work on that but uh, you, you see it all the time by year two especially i mean it happened to illinois it happened at michigan state with mel tucker by year two you have a big year the, the question is at what point will he, they have built something that's sustainably good and that i don't know
0: so it looks like he's bringing a lot of guys from his coaching staff. Which one do you think will have the biggest impact on this this program, this roster right away?
1: Well, the, the offensive line coach there is revered. And if if, if that if, if he is indeed coming, and I think he is, then that's, that's a big uh, – his last name I do not want to even try to pronounce because I don't <laughs> have it yet. But uh, um, he's – well-regarded in Michigan State. Now, their last offensive line coach was well-regarded, and it didn't happen, but, um, you know, Michigan State has been trying to develop that unit for, for seven, eight years. It hasn't happened. They, they, need, they need the right guy to get them going there.
2: Graham, before we get into the basketball side of things, my final football question for you is, Obviously, there's so many holes within this roster that they have to try and plug in as quickly as possible. But from a roster standpoint, where's the biggest need that Jonathan Smith needs to try and and plug and replace in an, in the immediate future in terms of a position group?
1: Well, he's got to make sure he has a quarterback. Um, and then he's got to, to me, you got to get somebody who's a, a difference maker on offense. And that they really lack that other than, you know, the game against Indiana for, for Malik Carr, where you see flashes of it. They, they need a wide out, um, somebody who, who causes trouble. And then they, they need to make sure they have a quarterback.
0: I know you're a betting man. Right now, if we're talking about starting game, opening up at home next fall, do you think it's Katen Hauser? Do you think it's Sam Levitt? Do you think it's Aiden Childs? I, I know there's a lot of names you could probably throw into the hat, especially with the transfer portal but do you think it's a guy that's already on the roster or do you think it's somebody different?
1: That's a great question. Um, <laughs> you know, if I was setting the odds, I would probably set Hauser as the odds-on favorite just because I think there's a less likely chance he leaves. Um, but, and so not that he would win the job over Sam Levitt 1v1, but I I would put him as the favorite just because I think there's a better chance Levitt goes. It'll be very interesting. Levitt's, a, you know, a West Coast guy who now gets a coach from Oregon State, who was a quarterback himself. It would be very interesting to see what those conversations are. And, and there are other components here. I mean, the NIL situation is, is a bit of a mess at Michigan State, and they're going to have to figure that out really quickly.
2: Focusing on the hardwood now, Graham, you look at this Michigan State basketball team, three and three. Obviously, the non-conference schedule has always been brutal under Tom Izzo. losses to James Madison, Duke, Arizona tough. We didn't know what James Madison was to kick off the season, but they seem to be a pretty decent basketball team to say the least, given their start to the season. But in terms of a panic scenario, it seems like Spartan nation out there is not panicking just yet because this team is so talented, but what's the biggest concern in your mind with this basketball team after this three and three start to the season?
1: Yeah, that they don't actually, they're not actually constructed to win big And, and that, you know, they don't have the consistent shooting and spacing, that A.J. Hogarth is not the, the the point guard, that while he can have moments where he is terrific, and we saw those in the second half against Arizona, that he is never going to be the consistent dude that gets you where you need to go, and that a guy like Jeremy Fears Jr. isn't going to be there in time for it to happen for this group. I, I think those are the, the
0: That's Graham Couch from the uh, Lansing State Journal. You can follow him on Twitter and catch up with all of his uh, all of his work at the Lansing State Journal as well. Uh, Graham, thanks for taking the time today, man.